But until he comes, I want to be a troublemaker. Anybody to hear what I said? Until he comes, I want to cause a ruckus. There's something about those that's baptized in the Holy Ghost the devil just doesn't like. Anybody know what I'm talking about? If you have your Bibles this evening, Acts chapter 4, this is where we're going. You know, when they got baptized in the Holy Ghost, they begin to shake things, didn't they? Things begin to happen. And I'm telling you, it didn't set well with the devil. Oh, well, we ain't here to please him. We are here to cause him trouble tonight. Anybody know what I'm talking about? We are here to glorify the name of Jesus Christ. We are here to ruin the devil's plot. Anybody know what I'm talking about? We are here to stomp on him and put him under our feet. We are here tonight to declare, thus said the Lord. Acts chapter 4 beginning in verse 1. And as they spoke unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came unto them. Being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they lay hands on them and put them in hold until the next day, for it was now evening. How about many of them which heard the word believed? And the number of the men was about 5,000. Boy, that ruined the devil's day, didn't it? 5,000 souls right there. And it came to pass on the morrow that the rulers and elders and scribes and Ananus, the high priest and Capius and John and Alexander and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Anybody know what power? The power of the Holy Ghost. By what name? The name of Jesus Christ. And listen, and Peter being filled with the Holy Spirit said unto them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent men, by what means is he made whole? Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of your builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other name, in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. I'm going to talk about a Holy Ghost shaking right here. And I'm telling you, if we've ever needed a move of the Holy Ghost, it is right now. It is not a time to get weak. It ain't a time to drift away. But I'm telling you, it is a time to get on fire. It is a time to get as close to God as you've ever been. I'm here tonight to ruin the devil's party. Anybody else with me tonight? I'm telling you, I'm going to be known as a troublemaker everywhere I go. I want to cause the devil some trouble. Anybody else with me? Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight, Lord, and we lift you up and we ask for your anointing. And I ask for your touch, dear God, upon my life, dear God, upon this service. 
Anoint my lips to speak your word, Father. I ask for your spirit to fall in this sanctuary. Lord, tonight if there's one that's not baptized in the Holy Ghost, that they will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If there's one under my voice that don't ain't where they need to be, uh, that they come to back to where they need to be with you, oh Lord. Uh, tonight we just ask you, God, to do the work. We ask you, God, to have your way in here uh, and anoint the ear of the congregation to hear this word. Uh, Lord, and we lift you up in that precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. I'm going to state it again. There's something the devil don't like about the Pentecostals. Anybody know what I'm talking about? He's only comfortable in a little bit. But as soon as a fire gets cranked up, he can't stay there long. And I begin to look here in the book of Acts, and I see in Acts chapter 1, I see the promise of the coming of the Holy Ghost. When Jesus said to go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise from above because you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. In Acts chapter 2, we see the fulfillment of the promise of the Spirit that was given in Acts chapter 1. We know the story. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is where the cloven tongues of fire and the mighty rushing wind begin to take place and they all begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. I don't know about you tonight, but I still believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost tonight. Anybody else with me tonight? Now it brings me to Acts chapter 3 and we begin to see some things there. We begin to see the impact of what happened when some believers were baptized in the Holy Ghost. We begin to see a lame man get healed. We begin to see that impact of the baptism take place right here and right there in Acts chapter 3. There's no greater impact in the world than a church that is baptized in the Holy Ghost and with fire. Anybody know what I'm telling you tonight? No one can make a greater impact than those that are baptized with the Holy Ghost. Now it brings me to Acts chapter 4 and you look in Acts chapter 3 and you begin to see the impact and all of a sudden here comes the devil all of a sudden as the shakening was going I want you to know the devil began to roar and persecution would begin to rise against those disciples of Jesus Christ why was those persecution beginning to rise against those because they were making an impact and the spirit was shaking and great things were taking place but rest assured in the midst of that impact there was a devil that wasn't too happy anybody know what I'm talking about there was a devil that didn't like what was going on and he began to persecute the disciples let me tell you what we need today we need a church that is full of the Holy Ghost again we need a church that is full of fire we need a church that is full 
full of power. We need a church that is shaking this world with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? We don't need a wake, dead, dried up, anemic church, but we need a church that is left like in the book of Acts. We need a church that ain't a little afraid of a persecution. We need some people who will stand up and preach the word of the Lord under the anointing and the fire of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, by what name and by what power do we do these things? I'm telling you, there ain't but one name, and that name is Jesus. And they ain't but one power. And that power is the Holy Spirit. There's many counterfeits, but there's only one genuine. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Listen, in Acts 4 and 2, these religious people were grieved by what was going on. They being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. That word grieved in the Greek means worried. I looked it up in one of my commentaries. They were greatly upset because of the success of the gospel. Because the name of Jesus was being used freely. And it was seeing tremendous results. Such as the lame man walking and the results of Peter's first sermon. How many know that coward? He got baptized in the Holy Ghost and he got full of some boldness. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The first sermon he ever preached, there were about 3,000 souls added that day. We know about the man at the lane gate. The gate that lay lame right there at that band it was lame at the gate and how Peter said John said silver and gold have I not but get up in the name of Jesus Christ and walk how many know there's power in the name of Jesus tonight how many know there's power in his name and I'm telling you that dry dead up religious crowd they couldn't stand what was going on same way today why do you think there's an attack on Pentecost? We got something they don't have. We got a power from above. Thank God we still believe in divine healing around here. Thank God we still believe in his power. I'm telling you, these people, they were being grieved. They didn't like what was going on. Can you imagine never before? They knew the word, didn't they? But they ain't never seen no results like what was happening right here. You know, Jesus even told them, you know, they should have knew who he was standing before them. After all, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they could have known some of the scriptures, shouldn't they? The Pharisees were some of the, they studied that scripture left and right. And he stood right there before them many times. And they didn't knew he was the fulfillment of what they read about all the Amirs. I'm telling you, ain't that something? It was rattling a cage right then and there. That wasn't setting things right. The Holy Ghost was moving. And people, some didn't like what was going on. There was a shaking. 
reckoning going on. The gates of hell was being rattled because of the promise and the fulfillment of the promise. How many know tonight? Let me tell you, if we're going to rattle the gates of hell, we've got to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. If we're going to make an impact, we've got to get endued with power again. Anybody know what I'm saying? If we're going to do great and mighty things for God, we've got to have the Spirit of God moving inside of our sanctuaries. But just like many, these religious people, all they had was just a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. You know, that's what Paul told us in 2 Timothy 3 and 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away from. What are you saying? There are many people have a form. You can draw an outline of something. But long as you got an outline, if it ain't filled in, it ain't got no substance, does it? What are you saying? I'm saying there's many. They got the nice cathedrals. They got the buildings. They got the traditions down. But if they ain't got the power from above, they ain't got nothing. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Thank God for some churches that still believe in that old time power. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Some people's got the talk, but they don't have the substance. Anybody know what I'm saying? There's some that's got an outline trying to be all religious but don't know who he is. Anybody know what I'm saying? I'm telling you right now, they ain't going to accomplish a thing. A weak, dried up, dead church ain't going to do nothing. It ain't going to put fear into the gates of hell. No, no, no. How many in here want to see the gates of hell fear? I'm telling you, get some people with endued with power. You get some people full of the Holy Ghost. You get some people that still believe in that old path. You get some people that still believe in that altar. You get some people that still believe in that book. You get some people that are on fire and I promise you, the devil will know who you the devil knew who Paul was didn't he they knew who the disciples were didn't they oh I tell you they knew who Paul was they, when Paul come they knew there comes a troublemaker why do you think it's so hard he tried to stop the gospel Stop, old Paul, didn't you? You know, they stoned him for death, and he got right back up and did what? Went and preached the gospel again, didn't he? I'm telling you right now what we're needing some people that's full of substance we need some people that still believe in the old past we need some people that still believe in getting down on their knees before God and being serious with God in these last days that we're living I'm telling you we're running out of time this thing's quickly coming to a head if you don't believe it you just need to turn on your news and see all of these things it ain't a time to just become a form it's a time to get filled with some substance anybody know what I'm saying it's a time to get filled with power from above it's a time to say Lord I want more of you when you come again I want to be about your business when you come again I want to be giving the devil a headache when you come again I want to be a thorn in the flesh to that old devil ain't no shaking and going on 
because many churches got Inkabod written on the door. Ain't no power of God there. I've been in some of them. I preached in some of them before. But I love preaching where there's power of God's at. It's a whole lot easier. You know what I'm talking about, Brother Harold, where the Spirit's moving. I've been in some. I'm telling you, they're not like a knot on a log. They need to get some fire in there. I'm telling you, I ain't looking for a knot on a log. I'm looking for some matchsticks tonight. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I need some matchsticks. It's going to be lit. That's what God's looking for. Houston town. God's looking for some sticks, some matchsticks tonight. Anybody know what I'm saying? How many know it takes one little matchstick and it can burn the woods down? Anybody know what I'm saying? It takes one and he can give the devil a lot of trouble in this community. He's here. He's got band of demons walking around in this area. We've got to fight them. We're in a warfare. But let me tell you, I want to shake this area. Let me tell you, one thing, we're close enough to Washington, D.C. We could start a Holy Ghost earthquake all the way here to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah, it needs shaking. In it. This country needs a shaking. It ain't going to settle for some diadretta form. We don't need that. We don't need to just go through the motions. Many are going through the motions and don't even realize he's not there. Anybody know what I'm saying? What are you saying? There are many that go sit on the pews, sing their three songs, hear the three-point sermon, and don't even realize he ain't there, just like Samson did. Samson had compromised so much with the enemy that he assumed one day I'll just go out and shake myself and that same power that had been there will still be there. How many know when he went out and shook himself, he found out his power was gone. Where was his power from? It was from the Spirit of the Lord. As long as the Spirit of the Lord was upon him, he could accomplish mighty things. Think about how he took up a donkey jawbone of a donkey and slew a thousand men. Think about some of the great and mighty acts. But once that, once that anointing was gone, once the Spirit of God had gone, he found himself bound at the hand of the enemy. There's too many tonight that are like that. Going through the motions. Uh oh. Can I have a little bit tonight? Can I have a little bit? of time tonight what's happening too many people are trying to dance around with Delilah and trying to bury the Lord amen they're trying to flirt around with the world and try to have it with God you can't have it both ways let me tell you the weak, let me tell you what a weak church is it's one that says you can have a little bit of the world and a little bit of God let me tell you what a powerful church is. A powerful church is the one that believes you've got to be sold out to God. And it believes in the old time power of the Holy Ghost. Did you hear what I'm saying? I get amazed to me they may call us holy rollers. 
sometime, but when the first time they need something to get going, who's the first ones they call to? They come call us old tongue talkers up because we know they know us old tongue talkers, holy rollers, know how to get a prayer through to heaven. And I'm proud to be a holy roller because I'm going to roll into heaven then stumble into hell tonight. Anybody know what I'm saying? Give us that tag again. Give us that tag again. One time you had that tag. But some people's got so sophisticated they don't want that tag. Boy, when we had that tag on, there was a tremendous outpouring. I was a little bit, I growed up Church of God, cut my teeth on Church of God pews and was the mean little Church of God boy. But I know what Pentecost was. I know when it got started. I knew right then and there how it was going to get started. You could tell when it was getting ready to get moving. I could see Baba getting ready to go. I could see some of them other old timers getting ready to go. But let me tell you, when we got into the presence of God, there was a shaking in that went on, wasn't there? Let me tell you, there wouldn't have been a devil in hell who would have been comfortable in that. Now he can come in and reside, and nobody even knows he's there most of the time. What we got to have is we got to have some sold out people that says it's all about him. We've got to have some people that says, I don't want just the form, I want the power. I want his presence to go with me. Those dry, dead up things ain't going to shake anything. Hear what I'm about to tell you. Those half-hearted, he ain't going to move on you till you get repentance. Amen. You got these denominations now that'll ordain and send sex marriage, can I tell you what they need to write on the door? Inkabod. Inkabod. Because he's not there. Did you hear what I'm telling you? You got these denominations, some, that says you can live like hell and do whatever thing you want. You write Inkabod on that door. Did you hear me? Because his spirit ain't going to dwell there. There's still a right and there's still a wrong. There's still holiness and there's still unholiness. Did you hear what I'm telling you? There's still something different. That light and darkness do not coexist tonight. We've got to have an old-fashioned Holy Ghost shaking again. How do we get that? At that name of Jesus Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody know what name brings forth power, authority? The name of Jesus. When it's spoken under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, let me tell you, it's going to shake up some things. It's going to make some things fear and tremble. How many know what the name of Jesus? Every devil in hell I have to flee. It ain't going to happen in some dry, dead up place. You want me to give you an example? 
Oh, I thought there was power in the name of Jesus. They are power in the name of Jesus. For those who are born again. What are you saying? How many remember the stories of the sons of Scavia? Anybody remember that? They saw Paul using the name of Jesus. And they thought they could use the name of Jesus. All the hell laughed at them. They said, Paul we know to a lesser extent Jesus we knew they knew Paul because of the Jesus that was inside of him but who in the world are you boy that's the way some churches are the way some people are when you get that anointing and you use that name all the hell will know who you are like Paul was. I believe that. They'll know that you're a troublemaker. They know that you're a threat to his kingdom. I'm telling you, but people do not realize it. Let me tell you what else will happen. There'll be signs that'll follow those that believe. Anybody believe that tonight? With the anointing of the Holy Ghost is there in the name of Jesus, there are going to be signs and wonders. Too many believers want to follow the signs. I'm about ready to get on that. You ain't never supposed to follow the signs. The signs are supposed to follow the believer. In my name shall they cast out devils. In my name they shall, shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall what? Recover. In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. In my name, they shall take up serpents and it shall not hurt them. Look at Acts 28 and there's a good example of what happened to Paul right there. In my name, they shall not drink any deadly thing and it shall not hurt them. How many know the Bible steal the word of God? Let me tell you, when you begin to get that anointing and when you begin to use that name of Jesus Christ, you know what that means. Just like it was right here. When as soon as they were baptized in the Holy Ghost, it meant trouble. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It meant trouble for all the powers of hell when the Holy Ghost come. How many know Jesus told his disciples, it is expedient that I go to the Father and I will send you the promise from above. If you don't have the Holy Ghost tonight, I'm going to tell you, seek the Holy Ghost because when you get the Holy Ghost, you know what that means? You're going to cause the devil a little more trouble tonight. I'm convinced he tries to hinder some from receiving the Holy Ghost because he knows they're going to cause him some trouble. Did you hear what I'm saying? But we got to seek that baptism. He's the difference maker. He's the one that will make the difference inside of a church, inside of an individual. How many know we need a movement of God in this nation? Anybody else with me? We've got to have a Holy Ghost revival. He's the difference maker tonight. Understand, people can go through the normal order all day and nothing will ever change. Too many people in a dry, dead-up routine ain't really accomplishing anything for the kingdom of God. Anybody? I believe that. I've got to get here. 
We've got a thing called super glue now. <laughs> I can't move. I can't move for the kingdom of God. I almost got in the floor and wallowed and said, I'm laid down. I couldn't get move. I didn't know if I could get up or not. <laughs> I'm glued to the floor. I'm glued to the pew. How many know the Holy Ghost is fire? Not glue. When he gets you on fire, you're going to holler, ouch, and you're going to jump up. Like Jeremiah said, it's like fire that's in my bones. Why do you think I can't be still behind this pulpit? When there's fire moving, I've got to move. Anybody know what I'm saying? When I got fire hit me, I've got to move. I'm telling you, that's what the difference maker is. In fact, many just go through the motions. They'll honor him with their lips. But their hearts are far from him. Ain't that so true? That's what he told a bunch of religious people. He said, you honor me with your lips. But your heart was far from me. Meaning... They've got to talk, but their actions wasn't lining up with him. What are you getting at tonight? Simply, how much desire do you have for God? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Let me tell you, you may not have the desire, but there's still a group that still hungers for a move of his presence. There are still some that's going to make a difference. There's still some coming full of the Holy Ghost and going to shake this old world. Anybody know what I'm talking about? There was something more than words or rituals. There were some that were coming in power and making a difference. A church full of the Holy Ghost will always make a difference. Did you hear me? In one way or the other. It will make a difference. People take notice other Sunday night. You may not see the results of what happened in our outside service. But when you were laying on those altars before God, out here before all this community, I guarantee somebody saw your face before God. You may not know what happened, but I about guarantee you there was an impact somewhere made. Did you hear me? People don't realize that. In chapter 3, a lame man walked. 3,000 were added in a, right there in chapter 33. In Acts 4 and 4, the Bible tells us about 5,000 men heard and believed. No doubt, this is the power of God. 1 Corinthians 4 and 20 says, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in what? Power. How many know what Acts 1 and 8 says? But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The Holy Ghost is the difference maker. But now, 
We want to keep him out. Have you ever read the seven churches of Revelation? It's an interesting. At the beginning, he was in the midst, but at the end, he's knocking on the door to let him in. Jesus was. Too many people's got him outside and not let him inside. What are you getting? I'll tell you what I'm getting at. How many believe this is the last day that we're living? Laodicea. He's on the outside knocking on many doors saying, let me in. And when you look back and you look at the early days of the church, I'll use the church of God because I know the history of the church of God. Boy, you couldn't go in there without moving. I'm telling you, they'd get a moving. They would hit old wood stoves and it wouldn't burn them. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That was the way the spirit moved. They would get lost all night long in his presence. Why? Because he was there. But now, many have put him on the outside, and he's standing and said, let me in. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to open every door, every window. If we got to cut holes in, let him in. Whatever it has to do, we're going to let the Lord have his way around here. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. So what if they think we're a little crazy? I'm crazy for Jesus. Anybody else crazy for Jesus? I'm a fool for Christ's sake tonight. Here we look up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm telling you, the frozen tundra, it could be 10 below zero, snow and ice, and you will still have people out there with no shirts on with their stomachs painted. Now that's crazy. What I got is <laughs> something they don't understand. I'm, I'm getting happy over somebody who paid the price for me, ain't you? I'm getting happy over a Savior today. I'm getting happy over somebody that went to the cross and paid a price that you and I can never pay. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They think we get a little crazy about running around. That's good. I told you in that last outside service, I would have loved to see every one of you slain in the spirit and the ambulances and fire trucks all come down here. I'd have asked them if they wanted a little taste of the Holy Ghost too. <laughs> he is the difference maker. Look at Peter. Before the outpouring, he was a coward, wasn't he? But after the outpouring, he had a boldness. Anybody know what I'm saying? Think about Jason and his household that turned the world upside down. The difference maker was the Holy Ghost was upon them. Let me tell you, he'll make a difference in the church. He'll make a difference in your life. He'll make a difference in your witness. He'll make a difference in preaching, teaching, singing, anything. You got the Holy Ghost, it makes ten times. Like I said, I'm Jimmy one outside of here. But up here, it's Jimmy number two. And if you ask me what I preached, said in this sermon, I will not remember. Except what I got written down, the little outline points. But he's the difference maker. 
This is how he can make a little shy boy from North Carolina get up here and run around and hoop and holler. He'll make a difference in your life. I've told you before, this church can impact Fulton County. It can impact the state of Pennsylvania. How? It can go on down to the nation's capital and spread. How? Get the Holy Ghost a-moving. You want to draw people? Get him moving. And I guarantee you there'll be people looking out. It's like you ride down the side of the interstate. And I know we're all guilty of this. You see ambulances and fire trucks. You're going to stick your neck out the window and see what's going on, ain't you? Don't tell me you ain't done it. Every one of us has probably done it at a time. What's going on? I'm telling you, get the fire moving. There'll be people who ain't never graced the house of God to step in to see what's going on. Anybody know? They'll hear say, we want to hear what's going on down there at that Houston town, Church of God. When they get in here, that fire get a hold of them also. Tell you, he'll be the difference maker. And if we're going to make a difference, we better have the Holy Ghost. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They were shaken in persecution. What are you saying? Even under the persecution, they were still causing an uproar. We're going to show you here in a minute. Sometimes persecution causes people to pray and seek his face. But I want to tell you, don't expect the world to like you. Did you hear me? Did you hear who was one of the, I think they're, we're the top. They think we're a bigger threat than Islam now. All right, go ahead and think that. Because I am. Did you hear me? Not the way they're thinking. I'm thinking about the, whole, the spiritual way. There's coming persecution in this country with the church. It's on the rise right now. Until the Lord comes and gets us, there's going to be a hatred move on towards this church. Don't let it surprise you. Remember what Jesus said in John 15, 18 through 20. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before. It hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. Here's what they were facing persecution for. If you read on underneath it, Jesus said in John, they no longer have a cloak to cover up their sin. The reason the world hates the church is because of the Jesus that resides among his people. And the holiness of Jesus will always bring forth conviction of the wicked. Did you hear what I'm saying? 
The world don't like Jesus because he convicts them of their sin. The devil don't, inside of them don't like the Jesus that's inside of us. Why? You see, the devil has no problem with Allah. In fact, he's behind all of these false religions. He has no problem with man-made things where he, that he's inspired. Why? Because it's a lie. And it brings forth the seabit. But what he has a problem is with the truth. Why do you think they want to take the crosses down? Why do you think they want to remove the word of God and the commandments? Why do you think, you mark my words what I'm about to tell you. It may become illegal to mention the name Jesus at a point. It happened right here. Under going on down. There's things where the attack of freedom of speech is coming under this. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. In two short months, the control of the internet goes into the hands of the United Nations. And there's a lot of talk that the UN is going to try to eliminate the free speech that goes over. Yeah, what are you what what, what they going to target? Anybody have an idea? Their first target what I this is what I heard. Their first target is evangelical preachers that preach the gospel. Well, there's another way to skin the fish. I, that's all I can tell them. <laughs> they try that. Listen. Because they don't want the name Jesus being brought forth in public. But let me tell you, we've got to bring that name Jesus in public. You see, we go on down in verse in chapter 4. In verse 16, the Jewish council admits that it could not deny the miracle that had taken place. As we see in verse 17 and 18, they were not told not to speak or teach in that name. And it's getting like there. Right down here. In verse 19 and 20, Peter and John told them they could not help but to speak the things which they have seen and heard because they would rather please God than man. As you'll read on right down, this did not set right with those he spoke that to. They began to threaten and they began to ravel but guess what? But the, play, but the disciples begin to pray. Did you hear me? They begin to call out to God and they ask God for what? Boldness. Listen to verse 31 right here in chapter 4. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. Here's the answer. Pray. And they bring forth the shaking. And they says they were all filled. Sometimes we got to have a fresh feeling, don't we? Anybody know what I'm talking about? And sometimes we got to have that fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But I'm telling you what we can do right now. 
we need to shake the very foundation of this world. There's ever been a time when the church needs to get on its knees before God? It is right now. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When it's been a time when the world needs to be shaken, it is right now. We are living in a turmoil. We are living in a generation. What this world needs is one more great move of God. The church needs a great move of God. The saints of God need to be empowered. He's coming again. And when he comes again, I don't know about you, but I want to be the kind of church that he left when he went, went to heaven. People ain't concerned about it. And I got to hurry about the move of God no more. Yes, I know people may not want to hear that name, that message. People don't want to hear the message, but they need it. They don't have a problem giving us what we don't want to hear, do they? Maybe we need to give them a dose of what they need to hear. I wish we could blare it out all over here. They need a dose of Jesus. People say, well, they don't want to hear that no more. They'll want to hear it one day. Did you hear me? Hell's real. This ain't no joke that I'm hitting tonight. The reality is we're, we're here at it at the end. People may not want to hear it. They say, it's offended somebody. Well, would you rather offend them or would you rather offend God? Amen? Too many people would have took the first one. I'd rather offend man. <laughs> I don't have to answer to man. The only one I got to stand before is Jesus Christ. And I surely want to make sure that I'm pleasing to him. But we need a whole old-fashioned Holy Ghost revival. We need him to move. If we're going to make an impact, we're going to have to shake it. If we're going to make an impact, we're going to have to get on fire for him again. Everyone standing in here tonight. How many would step out and say, Lord, I want to make an impact. I want to be used by you. Maybe you need the Holy Ghost. Maybe you need the move of God in your life. Who would be the first to step out and say, Lord, here am I. Here am I. Here am I. Is there others in here that say, here am I. It ain't a time to get. Maybe you need to get refired up. Maybe you need to get recharged tonight. Here's the night. It ain't a time to grow slack and it ain't a time to grow indifferent. It's time to get on fire. Here's there others in here tonight. Here's it said, here am I. Here am I. Let me get where I need to be tonight. Lord, in the name of Jesus, touch everyone up here. Touch every life, every heart, everyone. Move upon them. In Jesus' name. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 
$100 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.